0: This morning we're going to be looking at an Old Testament passage that's going to illustrate what we're going to be talking about, and we'll get to that in, in a few moments. We are going through a series that we've called the seven realities of experiencing God, and we've talked about three of them, uh, and we're into the fourth one this morning, and that's the one we're going to focus on, but just in way of review, uh, let's... Uh, look at those one more time and actually I've got a new illustration to show you about one of them uh but the first reality that we have to understand to truly know God is that God is always at work around you God is always at work around you now if you think about your own personal life God was there when you came to him and said hey God I need you you know whatever the sinner's prayer was, however you put it together uh, and came to him the first time and accepted him as your personal savior. And I'm assuming that that's true of all of us here, that God was there. So logically speaking, then I can very easily say that God is at work around me all the time. He's around you. He's around us all of the time. And then the second reality is this. God pursues a continuing love relationship with you that's real and personal. Well, that's kind of what drove us into this to begin with. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And we'll talk more about that a little later. But I want to read something to you. Uh, it's not from scripture. It's, uh, it's a song lyric. And it's a song lyric from what we call a secular love song, and <clears throat> it's something that's going to illustrate this idea of love. But before we do that, let's take a moment and thank God for who he is. And how do we do that? We pray together. So let's pray. Gracious, loving Heavenly Father, we thank you, and we praise you this day for that which you're about to do as you deliver Yourself to us in a very beautiful way, opening our minds and hearts to know the reality of you. We thank you now and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Irving Berlin of God Bless America fame wrote these lyrics. Listen to the lyrics. Forget that I just said Irving Berlin wrote them. And that this is a love song. But I want you to know that it's a love song. I don't think it was intended the way I'm going to use it. Listen carefully to the lyrics. I'll be loving you always. God speaking. With a love that's true always. When the things you've planned need a helping hand. I will understand. Always. Days may not be fair. Always. That's when I'll be there. Always. Not for just an hour. Not for just a day. Not for just a year. But always. What's that reality we talked about? God is pursuing a loving relationship with you. And as I read these lyrics the other day, it's one of my... Well, I won't bother with with that business. It's one of my favorite songs. I never made that connection before uh, until about three days ago. And when I made that connection, not only did I see that love idea, and this very well could be God speaking through our Jewish friend, Irving Berlin, but it also gave me, I think, a stronger definition of stronger, better understanding of the word always. Not for just an hour. Not for just a day. Not for just a year. See, those are those measurements of time and we're all driven by those hours. She's, my wife is keeping time on me right now and she's going to remind me what I better shut up and get to the next thing Uh So we're driven by time. We're driven by minutes. We're driven by hours. We're driven by and so on. Not for just a year. But always. That to me helps me better understand what eternity means. What forever means. I'll be with my Lord Jesus forever. For eternity. It will never End, and isn't that the message of the song, meant from a lover to a lover, uh, which is the way it was written and the way I've heard it sung by several famous artists, and uh, that's the way it's delivered. I'll be loving you always, and we could go on to say, scripturally speaking, even before you loved. Me, and we're not talking about me, Martin. We're talking about me, God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That's what we're talking about when we say God pursues a continuing love relationship with you that is real and personal. And last week we talked about God invites you to become involved with him in His work. God invites you to be involved with Him in His work. And we'll be talking about that a little more as we go along. But then today's message talks about the Holy Spirit. Because it says God speaks by the Holy Spirit through the Bible, through prayer, excuse me, circumstance, the church to reveal Himself, His purposes, and his ways. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is with you. When we talk about God being with you always, it's in the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit indwells you always. And the Holy Spirit is there to help you and to guide you. He's continually there for you. And how do we know that? Because when we when we reach Him through the Bible, uh through prayer, what is prayer? But conversation with God. So, oftentimes or sometimes people think that prayer well that has to be those those formal recited memorized prayers and i'm not knocking those because they're good prayers they're very good prayers our father which art in heaven how will it be thy name read it through there's a lot of good information there and if you can if you can say that you actually believe all of those the things that you're saying in those words, you basically had a confession of faith, haven't you? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, holy be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and, and so on. Memorize prayer, and we sometimes, and we kind of close off Thinking, I can be thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch today while I'm reciting that prayer. And I'll bet you you can too. But when we really are down on our knees, uh, I'm going to say figuratively because I don't literally do that anymore. Uh, my knees won't allow it. But when we're down on our knees praying to God about what's going on in our lives, what circumstances, circumstances as I pray about the helmet ministry and the things that are going on uh, in in that ministry that we are a part of. Uh, when I pray about this church uh, that we are all involved in and I pray for each of you and I've said that before, if I know your name, I pray for you every single day. And you know, that's one of the beauties of having a church like this. There are 13 people in the room today. Because I pray for me too. And I make the 13th today. But I pray for every single one of you. And I know you well enough. Almost all of you. That I can pray specifically for you. I know something to pray about. For you. As well as. The names of the people on the back of our bulletin. Jewel Rollins was mentioned In our announcements this morning, somebody we're praying for in regards to, uh, her lingering illness. She's been, she's been down and out for over a month now. Uh, and we're very concerned, mortally concerned for Jewel Rollins right now. So when I pray for, and I pray for Jewel, I haven't seen her in a month. I know where she is, but I haven't seen her in a month. I haven't seen a number of people that are no longer with us. But as far as I'm concerned, they're still with me. Uh, they've gone on. They've gone, not on, on, but gone to Long Beach, gone to San Diego, gone to somewhere else. But they're still part of my prayer regiment. Now, I don't know that I do that at any particular time of the day, because I don't. But every day, I pray for you. Every single day. I pray for you. And I speak to God uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. I speak to God about you. That's prayer. That's conversation with God. And I hope that you have prayer with God, that you have conversation with God, as I'm trying to describe for you uh, right now. Circumstances. We definitely are praying for circumstances, things going on in our lives, our own personal lives. I pray for, for our finances. I pray our, our finances, uh, Shadow Hills, uh, Mountain View Baptist Church finances. Yep. Uh, I pray for Shirley's and my finances, uh, that circumstance. <clears throat> and the church gives us the opportunity for him to reveal himself to us, and he's revealing himself to you right now as you hear his word, as you hear the word driven uh, by the Holy Spirit. Now, let me show you the links that God goes to uh, to present Himself to someone. Uh, we have, Shirley has a close friend that she went to school with. That lives in Canada. Her name is Michelle Woods. She didn't give me permission to use her name. But I don't think we're ever going to see her down here. Uh, so uh, she'll never know. I won't tell her. But she called me the other day. And we'll get to that. <clears throat> I preached seri- uh, uh, several months ago. Or a few months ago. A series on the Ten Commandments. I preached the Ten Commandments uh, here. And some of you were there for that. And receive those. Well, as I was, as I was preaching those ten commandments, first commandment, then the second, then the third, and so on, Shirley talks to Michelle just about every day, uh, either by physical, hello, how are you, or texting, or email, or, or Facebook, or whatever else she uses. I'm not, that shows you how technologically in tune I am. But anyway, she let Michelle know That one of the things that's going on in our lives is Martin's preaching through the Ten Commandments. And she said something back. She said, Oh, hey, I'd, I'd like to hear Martin speak. I've never heard him speak. And I'd certainly like to learn something about the Ten Commandments. I think it was just, just that light, that fluffy, that whatever. And then so Shirley asked me if I would send, if I would prepare a CD for her. And we, do, we have the CD ministry here. That's the commercial for one of our ministries here. Uh, because we have all of my messages, or the last hundred of them, uh, on CD. And you can uh, have one if you want one. Anyway, and I said, well, why don't we give her the whole series? And so I put together, as we preached through, I put together the whole series. It ended up to be about 13 CDs. I put it into a special package and it, by the time we finished it, it was almost Christmas time. So it became a Christmas gift to Michelle Woods that we sent off to Canada. Just last week, Michelle called to talk to Shirley. Shirley wasn't available. I was on the phone. And so the first time i really done anything more than say, wait a minute, Michelle, I'll give the phone to Shirley. Uh, and she talked to me and she said, I want to thank you so very, very much. And she started getting all gushy about the, one of the messages that she is listening through. Uh, and then she said what is really important. Because she said, because I listened to the truth that you gave in that message, I am looking at some things in my life. I'm going to change my life, try to change my life in regards to the area in which that particular commandment was working. God, so I was able to put the message, God's message, uh, Exodus, Deuteronomy, whichever one you like, uh, into her hands in such a way that she was willing to look at it and to take it to heart and to think about it and come to the point. And I, I'll have I have to say this. I don't think a pastor can receive a greater compliment. Not, hey, that was a great message. Thank you very much. And those are nice too. We feel really good when somebody says that. But when somebody says, your message has changed my life. And that's almost what this lady said. And I almost dropped the phone. But that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit working in my life. I was preaching the Ten Commandments, not for Michelle Wood. She didn't ask me to preach the Ten Commandments. I was preaching the Ten Commandments. Surely put it on Facebook. Oh, just in—just in. This is what's going on in our lives right now. Martin's preaching through the Ten Commandments. My daughter still hasn't got a job. You know, and whatever else she was was saying, uh, no big deal. Oh well, I'd sure like to hear a message. And then I, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, "Send her the whole thing," and and so I did. That's the Holy. That's how hard God works to get to you. That's how hard God. That's how much God loves you to reach out and to touch you. Are you comfortable now? Bless your heart, mom. That's the Holy Spirit. That's what we're talking about when we say that the Holy Spirit can speak to you. Can speak to you directly through the Bible. You can read it for yourself. Absolutely positively. Michelle could have read Exodus chapter 20 uh, verses, whatever the verses are. I don't remember the numbers. You You can find them for yourself. Or Deuteronomy chapter 5. Either one. You can read the Ten Commandments all for yourself. That's fine. Wonderful. And God will speak to you directly from his word. And she had the word. She's got a Bible. But the Holy Spirit worked in a way in which she was willing to do what I just shared with you. That's the Holy Spirit at work. That's God working around you, working with you, being right there every moment of every day. Not for just an hour, not for and so on. We're not going to sing that song again. But there you are. God loves you so much that he pursues that love relationship with you. Even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Even while we were yet sinners, God said, I love the world so much I'm going to send my son. Even, you got the idea. There it is. And today we're talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, through the Bible, through prayer, through circumstance, church reveals himself in his purposes and his ways. The purpose of the church is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. That's what the church is about. That's why we're here. God speaks by the Holy Spirit. John fourteen twenty six says, But the counselor, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Straightforward. I don't see how we can mess that one up. There it is. And then John 16, 13 says, he will guide you into all truth. And then there's always the verse that uh, Franklin Graham just uses every single day. I am the way... The truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's for John 14, 6. And over and over again. I am the way. Not Martin is the way. But God is the way. I am the way. I am the truth. He will guide you into all truth. Into all truth. And he'll guide you through the Bible. 2 Timothy three sixteen. All scripture is God breathed. All scripture is God breathed. It's all right here. This is a love, this is the longest letter you will ever receive in your entire life, I'm fairly certain. Because you can go to page one where it says, in the beginning God created, and right above that you can write in, dear, and I'm going to use my name here, dear Martin. In the beginning. And then we change the, the proper nouns and make them pronouns and say, in the beginning, I created the heavens and the earth, meaning God, of course. And the earth was about form and so on and so on and so on. And then we go to Exodus and all of that business because all scripture, not only is it God-breathed, not only is it God-given, not only is it God-driven, but it's meant for Me, it's meant for you. I gave this to you to use every single word, every single chapter, every single book is there for you. Almost call it a guidebook for living. That's what I call the Ten Commandments. Think about that. If you do the Ten Commandments, and I've said that often enough, if you do the Ten Commandments, you got it. You got it down. This is how you worship me, Commandments 1 through 4. This is how you treat man, Commandments 5 through 10. It's kind of simple. Because God said that you need to love me above all else, and then the second commandment, according to Jesus, is that you're going to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so think about it. If you really love me, you're not going to kill me. You're not going to steal from me. You're not going to lie to et cetera, etc., etc. What did I just do? I'm kind of reciting the Ten Commandments, aren't I? But there it is. Through the Bible. All Scripture is God-breathed. And then through prayer. Through prayer. Romans chapter 8 reads this way. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Back to Michelle Woods. What she told me on the phone was that she didn't realize that she was living in error until she heard that commandment preached, spoken, however you want to put that, delivered to her. I didn't realize that I was being a naughty girl. I'll paraphrase for her. Until I heard your message. Until the Holy Spirit spoke to me. She didn't say Holy Spirit spoke to me. Until I heard your message. And now she's saying my message. But my message was what? My message is God, is God driven. My message is Holy Spirit driven. I didn't, I didn't put anything in there that's all Martin Hubler. I didn't invent anything that I've said in here this morning. I didn't invent all scripture is God breathed. I didn't invent God is truth. I didn't invent that that I'm the truth the way and the life and all I didn't invent any of that. That's all God. That's all God. The Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans uh, that words cannot express. That information is given in the power of the Holy Spirit and people begin to understand that which they didn't understand. I didn't even know. How many times have we have we gone through the day and found out that we had a button unbuttoned? And somebody finally tell, tells, you know what drives me crazy? Are those tags in the back that stick up? You know, and it, And I want to reach... I'm standing in a grocery line and I'm standing behind a lady that I don't know and she's got this tag. And I want... I I really... I want to reach over and what I call tag her and fix it for her because it, it drives me nuts. She didn't know. She didn't realize that she was running around saying that I got this at Target instead of, you know, some high fashion place. She didn't know that. I wanted to help her. But... I know better. That's not something you can do. But there but there you go. You get the idea. That's the point. You didn't know. Thank you very much. I'll button my button. I'll tag my tag. I'll do whatever it is that I have to do. And the Holy Spirit speaks to us through circumstance. My Father is always at work to this very day. Through your circumstance. Now, unfortunately, we have trouble in this area. Because in this area, we have trouble separating, understanding that God does not deal in the way in which we think. And that's positive and negative. When I'm a good boy, I get a reward. When I'm a bad boy, I get spanked. That's Isn't that what we've been taught from from day one? There it is. And and there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's the way the world works. But we put that on God. When things are going good, God is happy with me today because I've done this and this and this. I gave a buck to the guy in the corner uh, that says he's homeless and, and whatever. Things are going bad. And so then I'm diligently searching for what? for the sin that I've created that has caused this great calamity to fall upon me. And you can read Scripture after Scripture after Scripture where people will, you know, well, how badly did you sin in order to have a son that was born blind? or a, And so on. You can read those for yourself. That's the world. God doesn't do that. That doesn't happen. That's not why that happens because God is mad at you because God is punishing you God is not punishing you God is loving you all of the time all of the time in all that we do he loves you even while we were yet sinners Christ died for us he if I confess my sins First John 1 9 it says um, oh Word, Holy Spirit speaking word to me. If I confess my sins as a Christian, so here I am a Christian, and if I confess my sin, He forgives me. That's what the scripture says. That means I just sinned. That means I've done something. It doesn't name the sin. Well, you can't do any of the big nasty ones. I only forgive the little, the little white lies and those, you know, those are the ones that count. Oh, and by the way, just in case you forgot, there's no such thing as a black sin. Sin is sin. Got it? Sin is sin. Period. Enough said about sin. My father is always at work to this very day in your behalf. John 5.19 says, I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He can do Only what he sees the father doing, because whatever the father does, the son does also. Now think for a moment about that. What that's telling us, and that gives us good reason to understand why we look at the physical Jesus in the years in which he ministered. In in his, his fleshly, earthly life, put it that way, in his earthly life. What did Jesus do? Everything that we know about Jesus, what did he do? Well, he reached out to people. John chapter 4, what did he do with the woman at the well? I mean, five husbands. Some of this one isn't the one that you're living with now. You know, in case, you know, we want to make sure we got it all right. This one isn't even a husband, he says. So, I mean, we know about this woman. We got her history down. Boy, does she need some forgiveness. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She has really got some problems. Did you condemn her? No. You need the living water. She accepts the Lord Jesus Christ as her personal savior and can't keep her mouth shut. And she goes running around all over town telling everybody about Jesus. That's my paraphrase of John chapter 4. But you've got the, that's the idea. Forgiving sin. There's no such thing as a bad sin. Because all sins are bad. Sin is sin. Sin is a bad word. Sin is a bad word. John 5.19 says this. I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. And that's talking about the fleshly son. Jesus speaking. Jesus' words. He doesn't do it all. Everything that Jesus did in the flesh. As a fleshly person. He did in the power of God. Now, we, in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. We can do nothing without that power that he has given us. Think about it. When we reach out and do some of the things that go against a worldly, uh, a worldly situation, we do that in the power of love. We do it because God loves us so much. I reach out and ask other people about their relationship to God because God loves me so much. I know that I have received the cure for the curse of all curses. Curse of all curses is eternal death. Period. That's it. Not cancer. Not you name it. You know, no, no. Can't, no, not cancer. But it's like I have a magic pill for cancer. I have a magic pill for death. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And in the power of him, in the power of his love, I can reach out. And how do I do that? I do that in the power of the Holy Spirit that indwells me and lives in me because I am a student of the word. I'm not patting myself on the back. I, Martin, I'm not doing that. We are all students of the Word if we're just willing to open up that love letter that was written to me right there on the first page. It says, Dear Martin. It says, Dear Shirley. It says, Dear Philip. That's all the hobblers in the room. Uh, it's, I'll even, it even says, Dear Bob. That's okay. So, so even blesses dentists. That's the way it works. But then you go back to Revelation. And you look at Revelation, it says, even so come love Jesus in Revelation chapter 22. And then you can put in the postscript down at the bottom. Love God. God wrote this letter to you. And in the power of the Holy Spirit, it's yours to use. It is yours to use. Now, some of you don't even have one of these anymore. You have a device. Well, I'm not going to talk about devices I have a device. It's called a book. Ooh, I know that's old fashioned. You know, you know I actually write my messages out with a pen, P E N, on paper, paper. And then if it makes it to a computer, all that computer really is for me, it's a word processor. I really like the word typewriter. It is better than a typewriter, I have to admit, because the erasing is easier, it's cleaner, it's not as messy. But there it is. That's, that's where I come from. But there it is. To understand my bad or difficult circumstances, God's perspective is imperative. We gotta know where God is. We gotta know who God is. And that's what this is about. To experience God, we need to know who He is. And that's just not knowing a couple of things about Him. I need to know who you are when I pray for you. And I don't care what your birth date is. I don't care what you did for a living or what you are doing for a living. Some of you are not retired. I don't care really uh, how many children that you've had, those biographical sketches that we use for, for talking about people. I don't care about those things. Not really. Those things are nice to know. They might help me better understand you but it's a leading towards I want to understand your heart I want to understand your motivation I want to understand how God is using the love that he's given to you in your life and how your life is affecting the lives of others that's what I'm interested in because we should all be interested in that from a personal standpoint I'm interested in how God uses me and I'll have to admit I've had a great week this week because I talked to Michelle Woods Because she told me how God is using me. That was, that was the good thing. I mean, I'm not scratching myself on the back, but God has used me. That humbles me because I know what a person that I am or was. And God is willing to, if God can use me, get up and get started. Come on. All of you. There it is. He can certainly use you. If God can save me, and there's someone that actually said that to my face. If God can save you, all of you have got it made. All of you have got it made. That's the way it is. Understand my bad or difficult circumstance. It's imperative that I know God. And why is this? It's this is to reveal himself to increase my faith. When I know who he is and what he does, what he continually does, it gives my faith some flesh. It reveals himself, so I'll do his work. I'm not even going to 7 Samuel today. I should be, and I didn't get there. And now it's time for us to go to Corinthians, isn't it? Chapter 11. We'll do that too. Okay, this we will do. Okay. To reveal his ways so I can accomplish his purpose. If you love me, Jesus said, you'll do what? You'll follow me. You'll keep my commandments. You'll do what I ask you to do. You'll do what I ask you to do. And that's what... Oh, yes, it's perfect. See, the time is good. (laughs) Smile. There, thank you. It's always nice when the timekeeper smiles. Okay, but... That's what this is about. Right now, this ritual, this, well, I can't call it anything else. This ritual that we go through every month, we can all close our eyes and we know the words the pastor is going to say. We know what is expected of us as we go through this, quote, ceremony, unquote. We know that uh, it's like I can close my eyes and think about lunch and recite the Lord's Prayer. Same thing. I can do that with this. And so can you. But it's more than that. This is a memorial. This is do this in remembrance of me. Have you ever heard those words before? Listen to those words again and pay attention. Do this in remembrance of me. And what do I need to remember? Well, I'll even tell you that. Because the scripture says that this is my body which is broken for you. Bob, would you help? Joe, will you help? Uh, This is my body which is broken for you. And this cup of wine or grape juice in this case is my blood which is shed for you. And as oft as you drink it, as oft as you eat it and as you drink it, you do this in remembrance of me. What did I do? Well, let's see, uh, I, I, Jesus, I, Jesus, went to the cross for you. I died for your sins. I am, I have taken upon myself the penalty for your errors. I didn't make any errors, you made the errors, and I'm doing, I did what I did, or I in this case, I'm going to do tomorrow day what you deserve to be done. And that's, go ahead and serve. Or we'll never get done. Uh, <laughs> that's what this is about. And so when we do this, this isn't just a quick snack. This much grape juice makes us really want to go to lunch. Uh, but no, no. It has nothing to do with the flesh. This isn't physical. This is spiritual. This is, I'm in tune with God. I'm thinking my mind, my whole mind, my whole body, my whole being is wrapped up in the Lord Jesus Christ as I partake the bread, as I partake the cup. And so we then all together, we eat and we do drink in remembrance of, Of me, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I put this other cup on the table. Because I heard this in a message. That when Jesus prayed the prayer in Gethsemane. And he said, let this cup pass from me symbolism he was talking about the cup of wrath think about all of the things that jesus is going to experience right after he says amen to that prayer in Gethsemane. he's going to get arrested he's going to get beaten up he's going to get ridiculed he's going to get spit upon he's going to be he's going to be disinvowed peter does that Super Peter does that and he's going to be crucified. All for you. For us. This is the cup. He just as soon not do and that of course is the flesh speaking. Praise God there's another sentence to his prayer. But he said not my will but thine be done. Can you say that? Can you say, not my will, but thine be done? Not my will, but thine be done. God loves you so much that he's with you every moment of every day. I'll be with you always, is the promise. Not for just an hour. Not for just today, not for just a year, but always. Let's pray. Gracious, loving Heavenly Father, oh, how we thank you. We're in tune right now, Father. The Holy Spirit has awakened us to your presence. You're amongst us. You're with us. You're with me. You're with each of us. Individually right this moment. Touch us. Guide us. Lead us. Tell us what you would have us to do. That we might be part of the fulfillment of your purpose. And we give thanks and we give praise. In Jesus name. Amen. Okay, let's dance since Jesus came into my heart.